Hey guys, Steve here. I wanted to tell you about today's sponsor, Nux. It's Nux 3-in-1 Refresher Spray. It's a moisture-absorbing spray that's designed specifically for men, especially the undercarriage guys. I mean, on a summer day, if you've ever been out and about, you get all sweaty and sticky, but you don't have time to take a shower, this is the answer. I'm sure you've had that experience, guys, and it sucks. So I want to tell you, this is a game changer. You can use it on your armpits. You know, you can put it on clothing, sports pads, pretty much anything that collects moisture. They actually design this stuff for military applications. So tactical gear, anything that you don't want sticky and um, you don't want to stink. So uh, visit MyNux.com. And, you know, I want to let you know that it has no aluminum ingredients. It's tested to be safe and effective. And it comes in scented or unscented varieties. So, again... That's mynux.com. That's my K N U C K S.com. Project Heaven on Earth. Martin, what does that mean? Seriously, what does that mean? Pretty big, isn't it, at first? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me give you a little context here, Myro. So, I'm a management consultant. I've worked with major companies, uh, Marion Merrill Dow, Consumer Pharmaceuticals, Sony Pictures, Virgin Records, Southern California Edison. I've spoken at the Harvard Business School four times. Uh, I'm New York Times best-selling co-author, business best-selling co-author of Chicken Soup for the Soul at Work. So I have a very traditional corporate background. Mm -hmm. And about 20 years ago, I began to think, you know, I've done a lot of work in vision, but this isn't working for me. I don't like the vision of the, of the world and the story of the world and what's happening here. We need a new story. And then this thought popped into my head. Oh, you mean heaven on earth. And I can remember thinking, whoa, <laughs> you can't say that. And then I thought, it's well, taboo, well, wait a right? minute. It's taboo. Completely. Right away. And then I thought, well, wait a minute. I can talk to you about hell on earth, can I? So why can't I talk to you about heaven on earth? And I, I was just intrigued by my thought that I couldn't talk about it. And so I started to go around to people and I, I did this inquiry, like, what's heaven on earth for you? What's heaven on earth for you? What's heaven on earth for you? I didn't have an answer. I didn't like, I know what heaven on earth is and I'm going to impose this on you. That couldn't work. But rather, I wanted to see what it was for you and evoke that from you because I thought that would be more powerful. And so that's how I got into it. Wow. And you say I didn't have a very traditional, you know, I had a very traditional corporate background, but uh, I, I don't know if it's too traditional. It sounds like you've definitely, definitely done your fair share of things, you know, whether being part of different movements and different countries and writing bestsellers and speaking at Harvard. I mean, not, not your average joke can, uh, can say they spoke at Harvard. You had a little four times. No, that, that's keynote. true. That's true. That's true. But I say that in the sense of, you know, it was a very traditional kind of work experience. And then this thought popped into my head and I ran with it. And I went around asking people, what's heaven on earth for you? What's... And, and uh, we didn't uh, prep this before the show. So let me see if you're willing. It, it boiled down to, I had developed or discovered really three mm -hmm. essential questions that help people get at what heaven on earth is for them. So with your permission, I'd like to ask and have you answer these three simple questions. Oh, curveball here. I, I don't always get asked many questions, but when I do, it's by Martin Roots. 
And uh, well, if everybody following along, it's projectheavenonearth.com. Uh, right. That's the website where you can check out, check out, his, check out Martin's work and Project Heaven on Earth, uh, the book as well, which you can find on Amazon as well. So let me ask you, okay. do you want to answer the question? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so, no, let's, let's go for let's it. Go. All right, let's go for it's it. It's one of those days. Good. So recall a time, and I'd like the people who are listening and watching this to do the same, re- answer these questions. Recall a time when you experienced heaven on earth, what was going on? Oh, man. <laughs> I guess I don't want to be biased here because I was listening to one of your uh, somebody, you know, a couple of your interviewees, and this kind of spiked a memory in my mind, and it was pretty recent. And I was like, wow, this is like head on. But just one of them was recently in, uh, in Hawaii, in Maui. I, uh, not having, having my phone turned off. So like being away from the world, from my, from my business and from everything else. And it was on, it was on, it was silenced, I I guess. And, uh, waking up in a car on a beach where we almost got, where we almost, where we were sunk into the ground. So we all thought maybe we were possibly going to float away in the water if the water, the shore came up too high. So my, my recently, uh, new fiance because we just got engaged that night um we both woke up and it was just a sense of whether time is real or whether this is real or whether we're really there or not and how perfect everything is and we're simply just in the car on a beach with water brushing you know going up and down the waves and and it definitely felt like an unreal place like if there was one description um, you know, this was one moment in my life, but this is one moment that's very vivid and it was recent. It was a few months ago, but it's so vivid and it was so perfect. I would do anything to like screenshot and capture that moment and how I felt waking up to the right. sound of those waves. All right. That's question one. Thank I'm going to go back over the questions in a moment, but question two, imagine you have a magic wand, just a pen. And with this wand, you can have heaven on earth. What's heaven on earth for you? <laughs> uh, no more work ever again. <laughs> I guess uh, I envision like a Hawaii type of style or like rainforests everywhere and just green greenery and people getting together and people helping out just because they are willing to help out. No compensation for it. No status really like not in like a, like a perfect euphoric world, I guess, where um, you just sort of do things and you do things out of just wanting to do them and you still play a role in your part, but you're not really there expecting super recognition and everybody's just sort of um, living life and just there's not, there's no crazy expectation that you have to be this here at this time and do this and support this. I guess that would be kind of like a euphoric state. Very clear. Very clear. Third question. What simple, easy, concrete step will you take in the next 24 hours to move that forward? (laughs) Oh man. Uh, I guess one thing I I, I've, one thing I am doing is giving it my 100% all on, on my business because that's the one thing that's going to get me there. Like at the end of the day, having some, 
uh, a back, some financial, you know, some, some finances behind you having a nice cushion or something will help you be closer to getting to doing your passion things, the things you more care about, like right here. Um, whereas that they don't really support you right now. So it's, it's getting that business, that thing to that next level where I could make these other things happen. Um, very, without having to very be clear. Yeah. So focusing, well, me, giving it my 100, 100% the rest of the, the next 24 hours. Good. Let me go through the three questions. Question one, recall a time when you experienced heaven on earth. What you did, Myra, was answered very beautifully. You and your fiance on the beach in Hawaii, it was euphoric. What you didn't do and what no one does is you didn't ask me, Martin, what do you mean by heaven on earth? Byro, nobody asks that question. People do that what you so do. so true. Wow. I, I guess you just sort of assume, right? But when you assume... I don't know. You knew. You, is it because I did my homework? Or is no. it because that's what, normal, what people would normally answer anyways? Right? Here, here's what I think it is. I think it's because there's something in you called the already knowing about what heaven on earth is. And what this question, question one, does... Recall a time when you experienced heaven on earth. Bang, you went right to it. People go right to it. Hmm. They don't ask, what do you mean by heaven on earth? And when I started doing the, this inquiry, I was surprised because nobody asked. <laughs> and so I thought, oh my God, there's something here. Yeah. Well, that's one. Second, and by the way, congratulations on the engagement. Thank you. Appreciate it. Here's the magic wand. The purpose of the magic wand is to remove the necessity of having to know how you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. If you don't have to know how you're going to do it, you can focus deeply on the what. And I just made some note. You said, no more work, Hawaii in the rainforest. And then you went, so that was you. And then you went to the broader, which is people helping each other out of their wanting to do that. It's a very idyllic, that's the heaven on earth that you want to see established. If you got up out of this office right now and walked out the door and there's a guy with a silver platter with that kind of personal lifestyle for you and for the world on it, I think you would take it. So what I want to do is not dismiss those. What we've done is we've just what suppressed our idea of what heaven on earth is because it's impossible, it can't be done. Uh, you know, who am I? I'm a, a guy from Chicago, blah, whatever it's today is Tuesday, whatever reason you always, want to give. Always something. Yep. Always something and always real something. And so I want, that's why the magic wand, it removes all of that stuff. And you say, oh, I can have it the way, well, this is what I want. And boom, you're in. And then the third question, what simple, easy, concrete steps? That's really vital, I think, because if you don't get engaged, it becomes, <laughs> I don't mean that. You already are engaged. If you don't get engaged with that, <laughs> I've never it, had this happen it was, before. It was part of part of my success. If you're listening in, Joanna. If you don't get engaged with you. whatever. Thank you. If you don't get engaged with what heaven on earth is, mm -hmm. quickly, and by doing, by action in the next 24 hours, then it just becomes a good idea. I don't want it to become a good idea. I want it to get into action. So, I, you know, I envisage this day where you and I 
meet on, a, on an airplane. We sit side by side. We don't know each other. Hi, what's your name, Myra? Hi, what's your name, Martin? What do you do? And you tell me and I tell you. And then I say, Myra, what are you doing for heaven on earth? And you answer the question because it's a normal expected question. You would ask me the same question. So you see what happens with those three questions when you ask people. It's like mm -hmm. they have had an experience. They do know what it is. And they know how to simply get engaged. Simple is I'm, be I'm, I'm beginning to discover, Myra, more and more important. Because if it's simple for you to do, chances are you'll do it. And I want you to get engaged with this. I want you to start doing it. I guess uh, on, the, on that last part, it's like, I don't need, I, the, the last part is hard. The third part, the third step, I would say, because that's the action step, I guess. And it's, it's easy to say, you know, I'm going to go give it a hundred and do it. But you don't always know if that's the best step, I guess. Well, Art, so, so then let me re-ask you the question. What's the best simple step for you? I, I guess that's, that's what's missing. Like, what is the magic answer? What is the formula? You know, see, I, I guess you can do one little thing every day, right? It's like winning the day, they say. Doing that one little thing and hopefully it all adds up. That's, that's one way to look at it. I remember I talked to the chairman of Sony Pictures years ago, and he talked about you know, a trajectory of a rocket ship. If you change it like just this much, literally just mm -hmm. this much, mm -hmm. but over miles in time, it's a huge difference, which is why I ask people, you know, what's the simple thing you can do? And uh, maybe I, can I give you some examples of simple things? Yeah, definitely. Well, where this simple idea came from, I was doing a webinar and there was a woman from Austria on it, Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, you know, Elizabeth, what's your heaven on earth project? And she said, oh, that's simple, Martin. Austria is a heaven on earth nation. <laughs> what? All right, all right. Hey. <laughs> and, and I Let's said, why, why did you say that? And she said, well, because it's simple. And that blew open a door for me because I, I realized that I don't know what your simple is. I have a woman in Mexico who smiles at two people a day. That's her heaven on earth contribution. A woman in Hawaii who put her definition of heaven on earth, embedded it at the end of every email. A, a police officer in Texas who's written a 16 page manual called heaven on earth for law enforcement. Hmm. And on, you know, multiple examples of when yeah. people discover what the simple is, well, I can do that. Good. Go and do it. I guess the simple would be waking up earlier. Waking <laughs> up earlier? Yeah. I mean, that, I, that's, I, the, that's the little small thing that would give me an advantage on all my days. So if, let me ask you, tomorrow, will you wake up earlier? And by, and by what is earlier for you? Five minutes, two minutes? I mean, uh, like a good hour, hour to two hours. Like I'm waking up, my average wake up time is probably around uh, 8 a.m. All right. Um, so, so I would want it to be like six, seven, six, seven a.m. latest, six a.m. ideal. Well, let's, let's pick one time just for tomorrow only that you will set your alarm to. Let's start with 7 a.m. Got to go small steps. Yes, yes. You go. Fine with me. So <laughs> it's just one of those things that I always talk about, but then I'm a night owl and I'll get carried away working or doing stuff till 12, 1 a.m. And then, you know, it kind of sets, it does that for me. So it's, it starts the night before. 
And you know what? I've been reading uh, this wonderful book called Radical Brilliance by Arjuna Ardani. He talks about sleep. And I didn't, I've been reading a lot more about sleep. And I'm like you, you know, I could 11, 12, one, it's irrelevant to me. And he said, no, 10. 10, what? And so the last two nights, mm -hmm. I went to bed at 10. <laughs> it's like, I can't believe the difference. Better days? Much better days, much more energy. Uh, I'm up at six. I'm, I'm getting away from the internet in yeah. the morning. That's a big deal too. But yes, yeah, so I'm of the conviction now, having seen this over and over and over, Myro, that one simple act a day. Oh, let me give you a, a, an amazing simple story. So we're on, I'm doing a webinar and we happen to be talking at this particular one about sufferings in the world. Mm -hmm. And this woman, Susan says, and she was really mad. I'll tell you, violence against women. I've been to the police. I've been to the government. Nothing. What would you do? I'm like, um, I don't know your financial situation. You could donate $5,000. You could donate a penny. Well, what difference would a penny make? And then one of the other women on the call said, wait a minute. What if everybody in your county donated a penny a day to help end violence against women? She went, oh, my God. They started a program I recalled, get this, Making Change. They handed out a little mason jar with a picture of a woman, half her face beaten up, bruised, half her face bright, alive, with the light shining out. They asked people to donate a penny a day or more. You could not put in $3.65 and say, that's my contribution for the year. No, a penny, a penny, a penny, or more. Mm -hmm. You got the next county to join in as well. They raised $2,500 quickly. They took this was in Canada. They took it to the government of Canada who gave them $100,000 for each of the subsequent three years. To the point now, she says, anywhere I go in the county now, Martin, people's first question, what can I do to help? So you don't know what a simple action over time can do. It is, the other side of it is, most people don't take massive actions. Yeah. So is that, that's, that sounds familiar. Making change. Is that like a world nationwide thing now or still? No, just no. no, it's just, in, I don't think you think she's doing it anymore. She's the, the whole oh, okay. organization has moved on to, I mean, they're doing educational programs. It's, it's tremendous. So I don't know what heaven on earth is for you. I don't know what the simple is for you, but I know that through these three questions, we can evoke what it is for you and get you into action so that mm -hmm. your additional hour tomorrow morning if you say so you can say this extra hour is my contribution to heaven on earth and then you're in look at it it's then you're in and notice i didn't tell you any of these you told you yeah you just kind of opened me up to it when i wasn't expecting that at all <laughs> so, I know. thank you hope well, hopefully hopefully some uh some listeners you know kind of take advantage of that as well that exercise Please. Um, and so, yeah, everybody, that's projectheavenonearth.com. And before you sort of got into, you know, into this part of your life that you're focusing on uh, with this project, yep. uh, where, where was that big, like, you know, th this is it, that, that aha moment that, uh, you know, you, it sounds like you had a great, amazing run, but you were probably like, you know, I got to, I got to, I got to leave this corporate world. I, I'm on to myself to bigger, different things. What was that? Uh, no, it was actually the other way around. I was working for the federal government uh, oh, okay. <laughs> in, in Canada. And I, I mean, I, 
I knew it wasn't going to work for me. And I met a guy uh, actually at a yoga retreat in northern uh, Michigan and a Song of the Morning Ranch. I think it's still there. Uh, and he was a vice president of a hospital in Chicago. And he had taken this personal development course and he had combined it with management by objectives. He was talking about setting goals, uh, commitment, responsibility, setting goals beyond what you believe possible. I had never heard any stuff like that in my life. And I was fascinated by it. Plus at the yoga retreat, literally I had this epiphany experience, a little red neon sign went off in my head and it said, the name of the game is Martin Root and it can be played any way. And I went, oh my God, I never knew that. I never knew you could play the game called your life hmm. the way, you know, the way you want. And so I came back, I quit the government. I set up a, a company where I brought him in to teach this program that he'd just been developing. Uh, and then a year or two later, he said, okay, I want you to lead the course. Me, I can't lead the course. I've never led a course. What are you talking about? You're going to lead the course. I'm like, okay, Bob. And that started it. So, yeah. Uh, and I knew, I knew th th those, you know, those pivot points in my life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's always been a deep knowing of, this is right. This is what I, what's next for me. This is what I need to do, should do. This is what my soul's calling me to do. But was it, was it a buildup? Like did the yoga retreat do something to you when you were there? It did. It did. But it was, well, it was the whole atmosphere of the yoga retreat, getting this insight with the red neon sign and then meeting him. And it was just like, psh. I went to Chicago. I was in Toronto. I, went to Chicago, took his course, and walked up to him at the end and said, I, I know why you called me here. And he said, what are you talking about? I said, well, you want me to take this to Canada? He said, what? I said, I don't care what you say. I'm taking this to Canada. And that was it. And so from that, because I saw my, I saw people achieve beyond what they believe possible. Part of the premise of the course was we can only go, we think, or excuse me, we believe we can only go for that which we believe is possible. And he said, no, that's not accurate. And the, the basis of that is, or the evidence for that is, look, have you ever done or seen anybody do something beyond what they believe possible, after which they say, wow, I don't believe I did that. I said, well, yeah. He said, that's because belief's not necessary. What's necessary is doing. Action. And is action in your vision, in your dream. And so when this notion of heaven on earth came to me, I went, that's it. I mean, that's it. Whether I believed it was possible or not, it was irrelevant. I, I'd been you know, around this kind of arena long enough mm -hmm. to know that this was a truth. I, I, actually, I knew at that point when I heard this inner voice, I knew that was the next phase of my life. Well, sometimes we have like this, we fall into a vicious cycle, you know, and the cycle could be just constantly that voice telling you no, constantly staying out late, doing, you know, bad things, hurting your body one way or another, just doing something, uh, you know, finding excuses. Uh, was there like something like that, that you kind of had to go through at any point, you know, like, did you oh. snap out of it? Like, was there, I had a great, I have had and have a great teacher in my life called my wife. <laughs> uh, always, several... always a solid answer with like anything pretty much. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, a little misty-eyed. Um, 
the times in my life when I've been completely off track, you know, she has slapped me back not physically, but slap me back into, Hey, oh. hey uh, we're not judging here. Sometimes no, no. slap is good. <laughs> she, she never did. Um, and it's, and, and Bob Branscombe too, you know, saying stuff to me, it, those times in my life when my dear, dear friends have come and said something to me, and I gone, Oh my God, you're right. I didn't see that. And so I think that's very important to have those kinds of friends and, you who are more committed to you than to, to being liked by you. Hmm. Yeah, that's definitely, uh, that's, it's definitely good to have someone, you know, on your corner, on your side. And, and as we get older, I definitely realize that it's not as easy to have those people too. Um, well, the, the other right? point, the other point there is for your listeners that if something arises in your thoughts, you know, that is something you've never done before mm-hmm. or that people think is crazy, that can never happen. Um, I remember when I started off doing work in vision, vision, which is now nobody says a word about it. In those days, in the late mid eighties, no seventies or eighties, I went to a guy, a developer, a very rich, rich developer, shopping plazas, apartment buildings in Toronto. And I said, I wanted to work on vision. And he said to me, Martin, that will never work. And I said, thank you, Jack. You're saying no has you know spurred me to go on and the same thing with heaven on earth people at the beginning saying what that's crazy you can't yeah, right? blah, 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 blah. but my my soul my heart says no no this is my truth and so to your listeners you know if you hear something that that the depth of that truth for you like for you the kind of world that you want go for it man go for it go for it go for it i've told my wife many times if you hear me say something that you think is crazy but that i want your response needs to be go for it. And for someone like me that sat there a few years back, just miserable, um, you know, in, in my cubicle and cause this, this world of entrepreneurship, it's not easy and it's kind of not for everyone too. It is not, you know, that's really important. Well, yeah. What not. would you tell? What would you tell someone like that? No, I, I mean, I think it is, you know, when I started, I mean, I was working for the federal government. I, I would, in those days, you get a green check every two weeks. And I remember when I made the decision to quit and go on my own with, with Rob Branscombe in this training. I remember I woke up one night drenched in sweat. And my wife said, what's wrong? What's wrong? I said, I won't get the green check again. And she said, oh, okay. Do you want to go back to the feds and, and you know, and continue working for them? And I said, No. <laughs> And that was it. That was the yeah. deciding point. It's definitely not easy, yeah, because not having that paycheck anymore coming in, that was rough. I'm not going to lie. That was a rough rough time in my life. It but is part rough. Of, but I feel like it gave me that edge because I, like, learned more about myself during that time. And I'm like, you know, I got to – either I'm going to survive somehow or I'm not. Myro, that's so important. I remember – in the early days of my business, I, you know, most of the time I was in the red. <laughs> and then I started, I started to be in the black. And a very good friend of mine, Gordy Allen, advisor, like a brother to me. And he said, I said, Gordy, this is so good. We're way in the black. I've got more. You know, I got all my bills paid and blah, 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 blah. Yes. Great, great. He said, give me your checkbook. Here, your check. Give me your checkbook. But before you do, sign a blank check. Okay, so I signed the blank check. How much have you got in the bank? whatever the number was probably like five thousand dollars i remember and he said make out a check for five thousand dollars to me said, what make out a check for five thousand to me okay 
So I made him a check for five. He took the check and he said, okay, now what are you going to do? And I went, oh my God, you're right. I, you know, I was resting on my laurels. <laughs> I mean, he didn't cash the check, but I got the message. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh man, that's, that's a good way to do it. Uh, well, yeah, and, now- and, and you get juice from it, you know? I mean, I, I'm yeah. 72 years old. People still think I'm like 50 because I, I feel like nine. Inside. Yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely say, uh, I, I did not think you're 72. Wow. I thought, I thought for sure low, you know, about 60. Yeah, uh, no. And it's because, well, I remember saying two things, and this is important for you now, just what you're going to answer. I said, my marriage will work and my work will work. And I had no idea where that came from. It was just, those are the two declarations. Those are the two commitments and they have. Now, not to say there's not been problems in the marriage. Yeah, right. and blah, 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 blah. But we've been together. We'll be full of butterflies. Yeah, we'll, but it does get better. It goes deeper and deeper, both the work and my marriage. Yeah. And now on to our listeners' favorite segment of the show. Welcome to the round with no name because they're all taken. We get five seconds. Well, actually, you get five seconds. This this time, I'm back. To oh, you're asking you. Back <laughs> to question you. You yeah. get five seconds to initiate an answer. I'm just going to throw a couple curveballs at you. We want to get to know a little bit more about you. And um, otherwise, my producer, Steve Wiley, a.k.a. The Leg Breaker, he's yeah. here. He's here in my home studio. He's, Hi, Steve. Lurking. He's, he's lurking in the background. He doesn't talk. He doesn't talk. But hopefully he doesn't come out All and, right. uh, and punish me for going over. Five seconds. Here you go. What is your favorite book? I would say I am that by a man named Sri Nizagarata. It's the most, it's the deepest book on consciousness I've ever, I, I've had it like 45 years. I still haven't finished it. It's so direct. I am Zacht. I, no, I am that T H A T. Huh? Okay. Never heard of that. Um, definitely got to check it out. Favorite movie. Amadeus. Uh, because Mozart just took dictation. I remember sitting there watching the movie going to my wife, you know what he's, all he's doing is taking dictation. He never made corrections. He took it down. That was it. Mm -hmm. Hmm. You're stranded on an island. What is the one item you want with you? Not a person. Oh, not a person. Oh, one item. Everybody says their wife or their husband. I was going to say my wife. Uh, for the unforeseeable future. That's it. You're on an island. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, I got it. I got it. Uh, a global cell phone. <laughs> a global cell phone. Yes, yes. Hopefully you can make your own uh, towers as well uh, for the reception and Wi-Fi. So <laughs> good luck. But solid answer. Everybody goes with that. If you had an unlimited oh. amount of money, and you could start up any business you wanted right now, but can't be your own, what would it be? Oh, sorry, ask the question again. You went away. Oh, if you had an unlimited amount of money and you could start up any business you wanted, yep. can't be your own, what would it be? But, I, I, but, I would but, say a very, very high-end restaurant. Okay. Like what, with, what, what with, would you serve? It would, it would be creative food, artistically creative, taste creative, uh, 
there would be a standard of excellence that when you walked and you went, oh my God, this is something very special. Hey, I'll be waiting for that gift certificate in the mail. <laughs> All right. So just letting you know. I never said that before. That's a new idea. How do you drink your coffee? Uh, with cream and a little bit of what's called monk fruit, which is a, which is a natural sweetener. You like monk fruit? I never kind of got into no, it. Monk fruit sugar. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you I like do it? like, you like it. it. I do like it, yeah. Good stuff. Um, what is the one item you consume every day? Something maybe you wear, drink, or eat? It's one thing you can't go a day without. One thing. Makes you you. Water. Solid answer. Yeah, water. Deep, I would... deep thought on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what if uh, what if we had a business meeting right now and I showed up to you with socks and sandals? Would you take me seriously? It would depend on what you said. So the next words would mean a lot, huh? Yeah. All right, Martin. I would. I wouldn't care how you were dressed. <laughs> I, I would. No, I well, don't. Some people I, are very strong about that. You know, they're like, I would actually wouldn't even say a word to you. <laughs> Got, got that before. No. Um, all right. Well, Steve, I, we didn't. You know what we didn't do? We didn't plug the book. Oh yes, yes. Sorry no. about that. We uh, we sort of um, got we got into your uh, into the questions. It's, uh, take it, take it back a little bit more. So project, uh, bring it back a little bit more so you could see it. Like right now, yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, so you had a foreword by Jack Canfield, right? It's called Project yeah. on Earth by Martin Root. Uh, so make sure to check that out. It's on Amazon, right? Available on Amazon and pretty much any other probably major booksellers as well, I would think. It's on, it's on Amazon. And I want to just do a little trick with you here. There's yeah, another that. title embedded in the title. You read it as Project Heaven on Earth. It can also be read as Project Heaven on Earth. Project. 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 Oh, ha, ha. Project so is that is that is it supposed to be your way or is it both ways to make you think about it? It's both ways. Okay. Project in, in the sense of project in the sense of your being and project yeah. in the sense of doing. And and, for, and you also have a course, right? You have a free free course online. A free, a free seven day course called uh, Seven Days to Simply Help You Create Heaven on Earth. It's on projectheavenonearth.com. You can, and you'll also get a free blog. I want the free blog, I think, is important as well because mm -hmm. every week, every week, every week, I'm going to come at heaven on earth from different ways to normalize this. In essence, what we're doing here, Myra was saying, look, we are us co creating the new story of what it means to be a human and what it means to be humanity. It's time we started a new game, a new story. Now's the time. There's too much garbage going on in the world. There is. There is. Political, economic, refugees, da, 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 da. People are losing hope. They're cynical. They're... Let's stop that. The way to stop that is by remembering that you have agency. You have the power to say, I say we're creating a new world. I say we're creating heaven on earth. I'm asking you to say that and then do that simple little thing day by day by day by day. That's how we build our new collective story. I don't know another way to do it. If there is another way, I'm, I'm happy with that. But we need a positive story that engages people. 
and and that uh, helps you discover what only your contribution, your unique contribution to this can be. Perfect. Yeah, I was gonna say if you have any final words for the listeners, uh, Mike is yours. Unless that's it. <laughs> Those were they. <laughs> Those are they. Awesome, Martin Roots. It's definitely been a pleasure having you on. Be sure to check out everybody, projectheavenonearth.com, as well as Project or Project Heaven on Earth, the book, um, which you can uh, find on Amazon. It's been a pleasure having you on, sir. Uh, Thank you, Myro. Definitely looking forward to, uh, to, to the next steps in your journey. We'll be talking again soon. Thanks. That is all for this episode of Bossed to Boss. Your next step is to visit boss2boss.com, where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is Bossed, the number two boss.com. And remember, the time is now. <laughs>